Oh yeah. Oh yeah. College football. Friday, October 11th. Let's go. Hello, Micah. Hello, Brad. What's up, buddy? It's going with a little NPR voice there. It's nice. Happy Friday. Indeed. Happy new weekend. In the interest of full disclosure, Brad and I are up at 6 a.m. just hammering this bitch out. Not like the days when we used to go to generic and celebrate Happy New Weekend. Happy in New college. Weekend, yeah. Well, that's tonight. Yeah. We wouldn't be up at 6 a.m. before that. That's though. for damn sure. Happy Friday, everybody. I uh, hope you're you're living as well as Brad and I are. We are excited about today's backdoor cover. Hey, you know what else we're excited about? The other backdoor covers we've done this week, and they've been good ones. Uh, we did a Monday morning, we did a, a weekend recap, so if you want to... Get caught up on what happened last week. Which All you prob- football stuff. College you football probably and, don't. and NFL. You're probably over that by now, but that's okay. Uh, yesterday, Thursday morning, we dropped our NFL preview. Uh, Brad and I previewed all the games, and we had back. Uh, we had Can't Miss Mitch, our in-house degenerate and professional gambler, join us, and he handicapped all 13 NFL games this week. Um, actually, I think there's 14 games. Anyway, he picked all the games. Yeah, and was, last week he went twelve and three or twelve two and one something like yeah, that. Yeah, with his algorithm. Yeah, uh, and so he he picked every game against the line with scores over unders the whole nine. Uh, check it out. That was uh, backdoor cover, and then of course uh, coming tonight, we've got tight and high playoffs, baby. Yeah, baseball playoffs. The Astros won last night, so our uh, NL and AL con. Uh, the real story here is that there is going to be civil unrest between Pete the Irish guy and a- Aaron Garza. That's the real story here. Oh, it's true. It's Yankees-Astros. Yankees-Astros. Uh, Peter the Irish guy, a Yankees fan. El Garza and I are Astros fans, so things might heat up a little bit. Pete, notable bandwagon fan of front-running teams. And we're headed for the league championship series uh, with two... Two kind of surprise. Well, I wouldn't say surprising matchup. Certainly not in the AL. The NL was a bit of a surprise with uh, the Dodgers losing, um, but we we head into that. So if you're in, into baseball, just stay right here. The Dodgers keep it locked right here on backdoor cover. The Dodgers losing really pissed off the internet. Did you notice that? My feed was filled with pissed off people. Baseball's a weird game. I we, know we should not talk. Nobody about Nobody cares about it, and then all of a sudden like, the Dodgers lose randomly, and it's like anyway. I mean, I think the Dodgers won like 106 games this year. Yeah. And then the Nationals won ninety three, and for some reason they play best of five in the first round. Like I don't, I don't understand <laughs> that. This sounds like a shot at them because they're not the NBA. No, it's not that. It's just it, baseball of all sports. You think it has the seven? largest sample size, and uh, to take an entire one hundred and sixty two game season and and distill it down to a best of five in the first round just seems cheap. It seems like they cheapen the product. Yeah. And, and that's not even to mention the one game wild card. And it's that's a whole like, other thing. It's not like they're playing like a full contact sport. Like it's not, it's not too much action. Yes. Like they could play seven games and not be worn to death. I mean, the you NBA know, it, does it. At fine. certain times in baseball's history, they played best of nine in in the uh, World that Series. That sounds more like their brand, though. If they're playing 162 or however many it is like, in the regular season, like why wouldn't you just go ahead and do that in the playoffs? I guess it would cheapen the playoffs too. I mean, I don't think so. Anyway. Best team wins. Anyway, well, we won't get to that. Uh, we'll get to it tonight, though. So subscribe to Backdoor Cover if you're not already subscribed, and you'll get that new Titan High episode the moment it hits. All right? And uh, check out 
the picks with uh, Mitch. So today we're going to talk college football. That's right. In what appears to be the best slate of college football games all season, at least certainly to date. Yeah. It, it, now, granted, we've had good weeks, and sometimes, as we've mentioned on this show, the bad weeks on paper turn out to be the best weeks, and then sometimes, like last week, a bad week on paper turned out to be pretty lame, pretty boring. So, if things stay according to schedule, we should have uh, some tremendous action this week, and uh, I'm pretty excited about this. Definitely four matchups of ranked teams, and uh, and now we're, we're you know we're we're knee deep in conference play, which is always fun too. So. Uh, let me run through a few of these games. Brad, if you'll help me with some of the lines. I can do um, that. We'll start. I mean, I, I guess we there's not a whole lot of news around college football, which is also one of the best things about college football. Yeah. That it's just like we're we're in it. It's the, the season is going. The storyline. Yeah, it's it's just the game. Yeah, we don't have too many outrageous behavior things. Like there aren't players acting like Antonio Brown all over the place. Um there's an outrageous story about a D3 team that has vacated the 2016 national title because a coach let a player uh, borrow his car. It was like a 2006 Hyundai or something. Um, there's a UCLA wideout who's entered the transfer portal, Penn State, and this. Uh, there's been a little bit of a uh, racial uh, controversy. It's not really a controversy. It's not controversy is the wrong word when some racist asshole writes a letter. And yeah. the whole team defends the guy who received the letter. So uh, that's still kind of going on. Uh, that's pretty much it. There's there's nothing else really happening here uh, outside of the games. So let's get into the games. What do you say, Brent? Let's do it. Okay. We'll start with the big nude Saturday. Big nude Saturday. It's let's Texas, get naked. Oklahoma. And thankfully, it's at big nude. Um we there before we get to Saturday. Actually, we'll start with well Friday, and we'll just run through a couple decent games uh, tonight. If you're if you're into that kind of thing, uh, number twenty Virginia is at Miami. Miami is two and three on the season, and zero oh and two in the ACC. Yeah, Virginia comes in two and zero oh in the ACC. Uh, Miami is somehow still favored by two points at home. Most of the projections I've seen do like Miami to win this game. They're starting a different quarterback again this week. Um, I. I would not be surprised if Virginia goes down there and wins this football game. I wouldn't either. I mean, there's not going to be anybody there. I mean, 14 people in the stands from Miami. Yeah. I mean, they're just not having a good season. What are you going to do? Although they've lost a couple close ones, but uh, we, we shall see. So that's that's a football game. Another football game tonight, actually featuring a rank, another ranked team. Uh, number 13, Oregon hosts Colorado. And as we talk about the Cannibal Conference, the Pac-12, Oregon is 4-1 and one, but has not lost a Pac-12 game. This seems like one that could happen. Colorado uh, goes to Oregon. Oregon is a 21-point favorite. But there's something about this Colorado team. I like Colorado with the points here. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to win the football game. But uh, Colorado's slightly dangerous. Didn't they beat somebody and throw them off? Like, oh, yeah, ASU. They were, ASU was unbeaten. They were one of the last unbeatens. That's right. And then Colorado comes in and beats them 34-31. Right before that, they lose to Air Force, and right after that, they lose to Arizona, who, as everybody remembers, the first week lost to Hawaii. So, like, they're losing to bad teams. They're winning versus competitive teams in the Pac-12. So this could be interesting. Definitely worth watching on Friday night. Yeah. All right, so let's go to Big Nude Saturday. Oklahoma at Texas in the Cotton Bowl, Texas State Fair. 
You know all about this game. Everybody knows about this game. Jalen Hurts has been unfucking believable this season. He has 14 touchdowns. Uh, he also leads both teams in rushing with 499 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. Which sounds low because he went off like 200 yards one game. Anyway. Yeah, we're barreling towards uh, this matchup. Oklahoma comes in a 10.5-point favorite. Wow. Uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about tiers so far on this podcast this season. Oklahoma, to me and to Vegas, obviously, is clearly in that top tier uh, of legitimate playoff contenders. Texas, a tier below uh, in my mind. And in the rankings, Oklahoma comes in ranked number six, uh, looking to make a statement. Texas at 11. with uh, Oklahoma sits at six with a bunch of SEC teams that have to face each other ahead. So they are in a, a good spot barreling towards the playoff if they can continue to uh, dominate, obviously. But totally agree. And this is the biggest test they're going to have on the schedule until they reach a playoff. So like, if they can get through this one and just not fall asleep at the wheel, they they have a legitimate, almost guaranteed like route straight to the playoffs. Well, I wouldn't go that far. They've, you know, they who might else have to, do you think? Could well, they might have them. to play Texas again in the Big Twelve Championship. That's possible. They might have to. Oklahoma State is always tough for them, even though they got beat last week. Uh, the the Big Oklahoma Twelve. State's been in trouble lately. I think they have lost a couple. So well, they lost last week to Oklahoma, to Texas Tech, but they had been ranked previous to that. Yeah, they're plucky. Um, I'm just saying it's the easiest route after they get through Texas of anybody else in the country, probably. I mean, I don't of know. any of the contenders. Maybe yeah, Ohio maybe State. The contenders. I don't know. We'll see. They, you know, there. That's what's kind of weird is that there is a, a looming rematch, uh, looming here of Texas, right, in the Big Twelve Championship. We're assuming Oklahoma wins this game, or if, whatever happens. But anyway, Texas, Oklahoma, OU, a ten and a half point favorite. This line has moved. Wait, they can't play in the Big Twelve Championship because there aren't there. Isn't it divided into no. conferences? They don't do that anymore. Yeah, because it round used to robin. be it used to be South and North would play, but now it's just a round robin. No, I they, got you. They played in last year's SEC Championship as well. Uh, Big uh, Twelve. Big Twelve. That's now right. I sound like a big dumb idiot. Well, so do I. So let's go. Okay. Texas, Oklahoma, 10 and a half. Do you have any thoughts on this game, Brad? 10 and a half sounds like a lot. The atmosphere at this game is just incredible. I got to get me a corn dog this weekend. It's my favorite thing corny about Texas. Dog. You call it corny? That's what they're calling. They're called corny dogs. Well, I call it a corn dog. Well, Fletcher's is the, the people that sell the corny dogs. They uh -huh. call them corny dogs. They invented them. Well, fuck those guys. But, I mean, they are corn dogs. Don't get me wrong. That's right. So, anyway, Get yourself a corny dog. Yeah. You, so the, you a mustard and ketchup guy? Uh, just mustard. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I don't really like ketchup on most foods other than like potatoes. Yeah, like french fries. French fries, but I, I like a little ketchup on a, on a corny dog. Yeah, a little ketchup mustard combo is pretty good. It's really one that works. I, don't, I do, will not touch ketchup on an actual hot dog. Oh, no. But the corn dog, it, it works for me. Mustard guy, mustard and relish. But you know what you will not catch me eating? Fried Snickers bars or any of that madness that oh, they for serve real? at the uh at Oh, the fair. I mean, that's that's pretty mundane compared to most of the crazy shit they like I'm not they eating any fried chocolate. Fried butter and shit. I might try that. Oh. <laughs> I had some fried Oreos once. They're pretty fucking good. Is that right? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't really. Well, but it's Texas good. State Fair. It's a good time. Shouts to a Big Tex. Uh, did you see the video of Boban there? No, but he probably looks like Boban's Big Tex. Boban's a maverick now, and yeah. he was out at the, at the state fair. It was pretty hilarious. Is he as tall as a Big Tex? Uh, almost. Pretty and close, he's huh? playing. He was playing like some of the carnival games, and just very unfair. Very unfair. <laughs> they're probably like, do you work here, sir? Yeah. They're like, uh, are you a carnival the circus man? freaks are over there. <laughs> what are you doing out of your tent? Yeah. Uh, all right, so 
you like Oklahoma here? Because I like Oklahoma. Mm, I don't. I like Texas. It's a lot points. of points. Yeah. The over under is seventy six. It opened at seventy three. That's insane. So, it, but this game last year was like 45, 48 or something. And that's the true. First time, and every I read that ninety five percent of the money was on the over. So take that as you will. Uh, I like the uh, I like the Longhorns and the points. Okay, I like Oklahoma. Uh, Texas just hasn't put it all together. Now it doesn't mean they can't play a perfect game this week. And Oklahoma's competition has not been uh, very strong. Texas, of course, has played LSU. And, you know, Sam Ellinger's played well against Oklahoma. I just I just think Oklahoma's better. That's Oklahoma fair. has the best offense certainly in the country. The and uh, I think this could be a little bit lower scoring game than last year. I, 76 is too many by mm. any metric, in my opinion. I mean that's thirty five thirty six is still on the under. Yeah, forty two thirty five is is. I don't know. Yeah, that, well that would be an Oklahoma loss because they forty two thirty five. Yes, they would. Oh not well, yeah, yeah. Just saying. I don't know. Ten and a half's a lot, but I could see this being forty two twenty four. Mm-hmm. That's Oklahoma and the under. Every time you say ten and a half, I think of Air Force Ones and Murphy Lee. <laughs> Ten and a half, and give me two of those. You want two pair? Yeah, give me. Two I pair. want two pair. Uh, okay, so that's that's Texas OU. Obviously, if you ever get a chance to go to that game, you should. It's big Indeed, fun. it is awesome. I went the uh, 05 when the Longhorns won the national championship. They had Vince Young, and they spanked Oklahoma. Or just a chance to hang around Dallas that weekend and look at all the mommies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's the big part. I mean, it's like <laughs> the biggest party weekend in Dallas. Dallas shows. The, Dallas shows the amount off. of talent that comes in for that game that gets imported from two campuses is quite impressive. A lot of wealth on those campuses. That's, well, yeah, wealth that's of, true. of money and talent. And mummies. Uh, before we go any further, we should probably talk about the Heisman Watch. Let's do that. You know, the Heisman Watch is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. Oh, is it? Yeah. Lisa.com slash BDC. If you go to lisa.com slash BDC, like backdoor cover, your discount is automatically applied when you visit. Uh, Go buy yourself a mattress or some pillows or anything you want that involves sleep. Sleep's the most important thing in our life that we don't think about enough. Don't go borrow your buddy's truck and then go go buy a mattress from a mattress salesman. Nobody's worse than a mattress salesman. Just go to lisa.com slash BDC. These mattresses are incredible. They're all American products made in the USA, designed in the USA. Plus, they donate one mattress for every 10 every 10 they sell to charities in the USA. So far, there's been 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a mattress that otherwise wouldn't be. Thanks to our friends at Lisa. Go to lisa.com slash BDC. Check it out. Get the Lisa mattress. There's the Lisa hybrid mattress, which Brad and I sleep on in different beds. Plus, there's the Lisa Legend mattress, which is their newest ultra-premium product. And you get you save like more than 300 bucks when you go to lisa.com slash BDC. And best of all, you get a 100-night risk-free trial. If you don't like it, you can send it back. You won't, but you can't. Good job, Micah. That's Rest nice. easy. Man, I've gotten really good at doing these Lisa reads. We don't even have, I haven't looked at talking points in years now. So, we're just freestyling these. How things. does this line up with the Heisman watch? It doesn't. Okay, cool. It's just brought to you by lisa.com slash BDC. Pretty good. Uh, so, let's talk Heisman's. Tua, in Vegas right now, your, your favorites are Tua, followed by Joe Burrow, followed by Jalen Hurts, uh, followed by Justin Fields, then Jake Fromm. And Jonathan Taylor and Trevor Lawrence. I would say right now, those are the only men that are going to win this. If you gave me those seven versus the field, your odds wouldn't, my odds wouldn't be very good. 
Yeah. It's pretty clear no one else is winning this thing except for those seven dudes. Uh, and, you know, if you're a Jonathan Taylor fan, you you can't feel good because eight of the last nine Heismans have gone to quarterbacks. In the next, uh, the next tier of people that can't win but, you know, in best-case scenario could make their way to New They're York. They're still on the watch list. Yeah, they could maybe make their way to New York. They could finish third or fourth. Okay. Is uh, Sam Ellinger, uh, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, those guys are all on the boards, but none of them are winning this this award. I don't think so either. I think it's Tua Lawrence or uh, the OU guy. Hurts. Hurts. Uh, I think Burrow would be my pick at the moment. Actually. Really? I just don't see, actually, I just it's don't probably, see them being My pick Alabama. is Tua, but yeah. I mean, there's no value there. And Anyway. You know, Burrow came from um, Ohio State, and he played. He was on the bench behind. Yeah, he transferred. And uh, he was in the game that Ohio State got like trounced by uh, Clemson in the playoffs, and he was the third stringer behind Dwayne Haskins and JT Barrett. Isn't that crazy? I had that I did, is like, crazy. I did a little bit of research on him before this, just because we were yeah, talking. Yeah, he's from Heisman. Ohio, right? Uh, Athens, Ohio, according like to Wikipedia. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, that's kind of what Coach O. They were like talking through about all of the transfers that he's had come through, and some of the hires he's had, and then some of his recruiting classes coming together, and that's kind of how they got on the map so quickly here. Uh, changed into a spread offense. LSU on the map now. Anyhow, I just thought that was kind of interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about LSU. That's where game day is this week. Florida visits LSU. Yeah, this will be a big test for Burrow. Florida on college game day two weeks in a row. Pretty impressive. Uh, A fact that's not lost on their head coach, Dan Mullen, said, we were the biggest game in the country last week. We're the biggest game in the country this week. Enjoy it while it lasts, buddy. Yeah. They keep winning close games, and I think we we all think that's about to end. Uh, this week but we'll get to that they certainly have the talent we'll get to that later um let's talk about the aggies texas a&m they host alabama they're in big and they trouble. are in big big trouble that's a 230 east or 230 central time i believe that's gonna be a primetime ass whipping <laughs> i'm gonna the tell game you may right not now. be under the lights but it's gonna be an ass kicking again this game's in kyle field aggies uh, come in ranked for some reason at three and two. <laughs> Alabama is five and zero oh and just fucking rolling. Ranked number one in the country. You know the players here: Tua, uh, Najee Harris, the the whole squad. And not the, to mention like twelve NFL players on their defense. Well, I was just gonna say twelve NFL players at wide receiver. I yes. mean, those dudes are their so four stringers fucking, are gonna be starting. For I NFL think this is next year. you know outside of the Julio Jones outside of Julio Jones. I think this is who. Obviously, is on another level. This is this is the best receiving core they've had, and, and that's saying that's saying a lot because yes. there are some bad boys running back there. Sir, sir, there have been some very very bad bad boys. Bama opened as an eighteen point favorite on the road. This line has actually gone down to seventeen. Yeah, for what it's worth, um, I don't know why. Sixty one's the over, or at least that's what it's got. Sixty one, huh? Yeah. Well, of course, according to our friends over at my bookie, use promo code BDC when you sign up. Um, I've got yeah, either that line opened about sixty and a half and has bounced up to sixty one. Uh, people like betting the over on big games, I guess. Seventeen, seventeen points here. I I don't think it's enough. Bama wins this game by three touchdowns. I kind of think so too. Although, man, I mean, I hope so. I I would love to see the Aggies just collapse. I mean, I don't know how much they would collapse, but at three and three with with losses against three very good teams, it's just hard to play that. Just to see them start to to collapse, I would just lo- I would love to get some a- Aggie panic in my life. That's what I want. It, I just don't think that that would 
generate panic. This is the best team in the league, and it's hands down the best team in the league. And they already played the other best team in the league. If you lose by three touchdowns at home to anybody, if you, have to play, thir- you start the season three and three. Granted, your losses are against Clemson, Clemson and Auburn, Alabama. and Alabama. That's pretty serious. But two of them at home. You know, that takes a toll on your players, too. Like, they played Clemson, and that beats you up. Like, that beats you no up doubt. physically and mentally, and well, now you're shit. coming in. And, Bama comes in, and, and they're just, just going to wreck you. Curb stomp. Do you see a, a scenario where the Aggies keep this game close? No, but I think 17 and a half or 17, whatever it's at right now, is maybe feasible. I'd still ride with Alabama. Yeah. I like Bama by three touchdowns. Yeah. Twomp. I mean, this has this has 42-21 written all over it. 42-14. Mm. It's going to be a long day. 49-14. They're lucky they're cold front blue, and they'd be sweating that hard at 230 if they weren't. It's going to be like 55 degrees tomorrow. It's going to be great. Uh, 68 in College Station tomorrow is your forecast. Mm. And Alabama's coming. So beautiful. Coming. Yeah, the the Aggies are, are in big, big trouble, I hope. There's going to be a bunch of RVs and people without teeth and cousin fuckers there. A lot of, so we're rooting, lot of crimson. A lot of maroon. Yeah, a lot of, lot of weird red. Uh, Off shades, darker red. Roll Tide. You know we're anti-Aggie podcast here. Uh, let's, let's keep moving, Brad. Onward. The uh, you've got this. This one isn't a rank a ranked matchup, but it's worth talking about. Notre Dame hosts USC to uh, glamour schools, if you will. Notre Dame is an eleven point favorite. Uh, Notre uh, USC has been the most trick or treat team, basically in the history of football. Um, they've lost their quarterbacks. They have uh, their quarterback Kendon Solvis is probable. I have no idea who's playing for them at what this point. What is he, point. like their fourth stringer? He's, I, I think this guy is their third, their third stringer. That depth chart is destroyed. They are decimated at quarterback. Dead man walking. Ten, this line opened at 10. It's moved to 10 and a half. The over-under started at 62, and it's moved down to 59. Uh, I think I like the under here. I like Notre Dame big Yeah, at home. This, is, I'm, this isn't a lot of fun. We're both taking a lot of chalk, but, uh, I mean, this game would be fun to watch. Great uniforms. Night, NBC. Games at uh, 7.30 Eastern time. So I bet in. the networks were salivating over this game when the season started, and right now they're probably just kicking themselves that USC can't pull it together. Yeah, just put this one on, though. Yeah, this I is, mean... This is good background noise, or, you know, it, you don't even have to listen to it. Just It's going to be beautiful to watch, to see these uniforms facing each other. They are probably two of the most recognizable brands in college football. No doubt. 52 degrees in uh, in the, in Notre Dame, uh, in South Bend. Uh, all right, let's move on to an actual rank matchup. Number 10, Penn State, goes to number 17, Iowa. Uh, Penn State comes in 5-0. and This is a big statement week for Penn State if they want to really uh, prove that they are a legit contender and they deserve to be in that top tier, which I think they might. Uh, I don't think they're as good as Ohio State, but I think they're clearly the second best team in the uh, in the Big Ten. They've got their chance to prove it in Iowa. Uh, Penn State is favored by three points in Iowa City. Weather fifty five uh, is your forecast. Over under forty two and a half. Brad, what do you think about this one? So I was was unbeaten until the last game they played versus Michigan. They lost ten three um, defensive battle. I I kind of like Penn State here, but. Yeah, I think Penn State's got the offensive potency to 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 take it to Iowa, and I I mean, Michigan's not 
good as we've determined. And if you can't put up more than three points versus Michigan, that could be problems. Like they, they could, like Michigan couldn't stop a team that only threw the ball three times, and one of them was an interception. So, yeah, if they've got that quality of defense and they can't, and Iowa can't score more than three points, I, I'm concerned that they won't be able to hang with uh, Penn State. It's a problem. Uh, the line on this one is got to well, I guess it's not the lowest, but it's pretty low. It started at 46 and a half, and it's jumped down to 42. Iowa must not be very good. With, so nobody yeah, thinks Iowa can score any ball. points. Uh, it opened at two and a half. It's gone up to three and a half or three, depending on where you look. Hmm. I like Penn State to win this game, and and this one feels like a 21-10. Yeah, a pretty I th- good. I think I might like the under win. even at 42. Yeah, I think so. Both those things I'm riding with too. I mean, I Iowa just ha- Iowa just has not proven they can score more than ten points, and it's hard to hard to beat anybody. And as you mentioned, Penn State's got enough weapons they can, you know, fourteen to ten seems reasonable. But I think they could jump out and put up twenty five or twenty one at least. Mm. You score th- the first team to three touchdowns is winning this game. You think so? A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's gonna be Penn State. I do too. We've been a little chalky so far, but we will uh, continue. Number seven, Florida. This game at 7 p.m. Central Time, so 8 o'clock Eastern, uh, visits Baton Rouge, 73 degrees. It's going to be perfect weather. There's going to be so much gumbo. There's going to be so much bourbon. My goodness. College game day is in LSU. Okay, so I'm having a corny dog for lunch, and I'm having some gumbo for dinner. Now, if you can get from Dallas, you could actually. It's not that far. It's probably like five hours. It's a much further drive than that. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you looking it up? But if you had a private jet. Oh, okay. Or just got on an airplane. It's a pretty big line. What are you showing over there? I got I, it at 13 and a half. I've got 13 and a half too. Uh, Dallas to Baton Rouge via vehicle is six hours and 22 minutes. It ain't that much longer than five hours, Micah. And if you speed. Six, 20, well, you, you, okay, the game, the, you're not making it on time. That's for sure. But you could that's get up all. there and get some gumbo, that's for sure. That's true. You can just just go to New Orleans, don't Yeah. I mean, whatever. I I'm I'm looking forward to this. Same. I would like to be there. Same. Same, same, same. Uh I'm I gotta tell you, I think it's gonna have to remain chalky of our picks. I I like LSU here. Um we've we've been down on Florida all year and we they've proven us wrong every single time, every it's single true. step, barely. Uh I think this is where they they fall off the beaten path. I, I Mullins we've no said it we said it every be, week, yeah. but I think you're right. This is where the bottom falls out. I mean, thirteen and a half is a lot, but I I don't I think LSU covers that. The over under is fifty six. This Florida team hasn't been able to score consistently on offense. They've they've had turnovers and they've made plays. Um, Burrow and those receivers are nasty. I just like LSU. I like here. I like them big here. Uh, I already know Florida's going to keep it close, and I'm going to look stupid, but I can't help it. I got to ride with LSU. Yeah, I mean, I think Florida has reached the point where they're clearly stay away territory. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't. I mean, they they can't be good. They have the talent to to keep up with you though, and that's the scary thing. If you're Dan Mullen, you're you're talking about how we're playing the biggest game, blah blah blah. Just come to Florida. And I mean, it's the this most team's got talent, but a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. They're going to be really scary, and as a as a it just, fan of a school a in the SEC East, and Trask has been pretty reliable. To see LSU actually come back, or see Florida actually come back, is scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kyle Trask has been good. He's been quite good. He is. He's listed as probable for this game, so I guess he's he's dealing with some in. in uh, he had sort of a lower leg injury that he's been dealing with. 
I mean, I think this LSU team comes out and, you know, maybe there's a bit of a hangover with Florida. They were on, you know, they had college game day last week. They defeated Auburn. They picked o- they picked off Bo Nix three times and then a fourth that got called back. That defense looked good, man. I think Joe Burrow is is better than a, than a true freshman Joe, uh, Bo Hicks. And I think Joe Burrow makes some plays and they win this game running away. I'd say he's maybe 10 times better. And we've seen LSU's defense give up some points, but I... I think the Texas defense that scored a bunch of points on LSU is our Texas offense is much better than Florida. Florida's got issues. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if those come come into the forefront. That's the big game. I mean, again, Florida's ranked number seven in the country, allegedly, and they're 13.5-point underdogs. And that's not how this is supposed to work. So we're not the only ones that are skeptical on them, but they come in 6-0. So I we'll mean, see what happens. If you beat... Auburn, you're good. Like that's a fact. You are a good team, and you deserve to be in top ten conversation. Now you got to defend your your claim to be there. And going to LSU is maybe one of the worst experiences probably opposing teams could face. They're in LSU, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, under LSU. the lights, night game at night. I mean, I mean those maybe the drunkest be, crowd in America. Oh, it's going to be lit. Night. Yeah, it is going to be lit. That so, I can guarantee you. They they're going into one of the most hostile places. In the United States. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just think that that LSU offense is too much and that they won't be able to keep up. So we'll run through the rest of the top ten here. Uh, but before we do, we should talk about the FCS game of the week, Villanova at James Madison. Ooh. Are you excited about that one? So excited. James Madison comes in ranked number two, I believe. What kind Villanova of famous food is, do they have? Oh, Villanova's got Philly cheesesteak. We can yeah, talk about that. Villanova comes in 6-0. and oh. James mm. Madison 5-1. and one. Only loss at West Virginia. Where's James Madison? It's in Harris, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. It's also the alma mater of my fiance. I knew that. So that's the I only just reason didn't I know the, anything about them. I didn't know the Villanova where. comes in ranked number five. Uh, James Madison number two. This game at one thirty Eastern. Wait, James Madison's number two, and they've got a loss. Yeah, but their loss is to a Division One team. Oh, and okay. they're a powerhouse. Okay, okay. Uh, this game on Flow Tele Flow Football. If anyone out there is listening and has a Flow Sports account, I'd like it. But I'm also not going to pay six dollars a month for it to watch James Madison. But I'd like to watch this game. So is the Flow Network sponsored by Tampax? It is not. Okay. It's actually based here, really, uh, in yeah, Austin. They're they're a sort of a local startup. Shouts yeah. Flow. Yeah, shouts out to Flow. Shouts uh, to Aunt Flow. You remember that dude, uh, Front Row Brian? No. Okay. He he was a, <laughs> he actually came on this podcast once, I think, or backdoor cover or touching base. I forget. Yeah. He's sort of like an internet troll. I think I unfriended him because or unfollowed him on Twitter. Because did he, he get blocked? I don't think he was blocked, but he loves a conspiracy theory or, oh, you know, he's one of those fucking weirdos. Anti-vaxxer? But he, he's like, considers himself like an MMA personality. Oh. Uh, anyway, it, he used to work at Flow and then he quit or he got fired or something. Mm-hmm. Flow, Flow Sports. Uh, that's something. That's where this game is. That's that's it. That's the whole thing. I, I know nothing. I, I would assume James Madison's going to put a fucking whipping on him, even though uh, Villanova comes in 6-0. Uh, Good so luck. there you go. That's J-Mu. if you if you're interested in in a lower level college football game, that's the one to watch. Those are those are two top five teams facing off. Yeah, go get you a flow. Subscription. Get yourself a flow subscription, or find that at a bar. Or if anyone out there is listening and has a subscription to Flow Sports, please DM me at Michael Weiner M I C A H W I E N E R. Wouldn't it be hilarious if you went to prison for using a flow account that you got after soliciting it from our audience? I mean, I wouldn't consider that hilarious. All right, let's run through the top 10. <laughs> uh, we talked about Bama A&M. 
Clemson hosts Florida State. Clemson's a 27-point favorite, which is crazy just hearing those two schools. Uh, Georgia hosts South Carolina. Georgia's a 23-point favorite. I'll just say this. South Carolina's going to get wet. I disagree. Really? I mean, they're not going to win the football game, but 23 seems like too many. South Carolina Georgia has not, has not been, been playing great. South Carolina has got some players. I think this could be one where Georgia's overlooking them. I just think if this was 20, I'd like Georgia. Okay. Since it's 23, I like South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 23 is just too many for you, huh? Yeah, that, that button is just too much. Um, I'm mashing it. Georgia. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm losing. Who's ranked number four? Um, Let's see here. Yeah, this is not, not great. They might be on bye, you know. Anything is possible. Let's see. Why do I not have the top ten? Anyway, uh, Georgia. So four Georgia is host going South to Carolina. Be, uh, yeah, Georgia. Oh, four. Uh, Ohio wait, State. Four is Ohio State, and they're uh, they're off this week. That's right. right. Uh, we did it. We figured it out. Okay, good. I feel better already. On the air. Uh, number five. That's Georgia. That's Georgia. No, Georgia is number three. Mm. Man, this is this turned terrible. Number five is LSU. Number seven is Florida. Uh, who is your number six team in the country? I'm just floating back and up. Wisconsin is the number eight team. They host Michigan State. They are a ten and a half point favorite. That game in at Camp Randall is. Are you using the AP? Yeah. Okay. That game is, uh, you know, Michigan State got beat last week. We don't know how good they are. They have one of the best defenses in the country. I would look for Jonathan Taylor and Wisconsin to run all over them, though. Uh, but who knows? I'm picking a lot of chalk. Some of these games are going to be closer than we're expecting. Yeah. And uh, I hope they're all entertaining. The, there's a good Pac-12 matchup if you're if you're interested in that. And Washington, that game? Washington State goes to Arizona State. What time is that? Like 10 o'clock Central? It's actually at 2.30 uh, Central time, oh. so 3.30 Eastern. Uh, 90 degrees in Sun Devil Stadium. That game is now a pick I believe Arizona State, even though they're ranked, uh, started as a favorite, and that line has gone down. So yeah. that's something to watch for. Oh, Washington Pretty, at Arizona is at 10 o'clock. I knew it was going to be one yeah, of the Yeah, that's a decent one, too. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech at Baylor, if you're interested in some Big 12 play, that, that could be a lot of points. Baylor an 11-point favorite over Texas Tech. Vegas really likes Baker, Baylor at 5-0. and Yeah. Uh, and now in the top 25. Um, I think that those are the, that's it. That's the big ones. Louisville goes to Wake Forest this week. Wake Forest is ranked and and a six and a half point favorite. If you care about that, which you probably don't. And then the the late night crazy game is one to watch. Why uh, uh, Hawaii travels to Boise State. Boise is a thirteen and a half point favorite. This is probably the toughest game left on Boise's schedule. Why uh, Hawaii? Comes in four and one. I like the way you say Hawaii. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Boise, of course, five and zero, oh and and barreling towards a New Year's uh, New Year's Six bowl. But we shall see. Boise's got a BYU still on schedule, but yeah, they're gonna beat all these teams. I would think it's a big one. That's it, Brad. You got anything else? Nah, man, that was great. As always, check out all the other backdoor cover we put out. We should have Titan High later tonight. So check that out. Share this episode with a friend who likes college football. Get hyped. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. Get us your picks. 800-392-6344. Let us know when your team wins. Let us know when your team loses. Uh, All right, call that hotline, 800-392-6344. That's it. That's all. Brad and I will be back uh, later. And check out Mind of Micah. 
where I uh, talk about China and the NBA. It was a good episode. It was forty. It was like thirty-five minutes of me talking about China. I mean, it's all over your your social feeds. If you're curious about what's going on and what some of the conversations are around the country, listen to Micah. He breaks get, it down. You can get in the mind of Micah on uh, here. Spoiler alert: I'm not a fan of totalitarianism or uh, communist regimes. You hate it so much you can barely say it. Yeah. Totalitarianism. It's early, man. I do know. All right, that's it. We'll be back later. Thank Have you a for great listening. week. Watch some football. We'll be back at some point. Go Tigers. Ole Miss is in big trouble. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.